Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I'm excited today because I have Chad Schwarzenberger here with me today, and he is from Detroit, Michigan, still lives in Detroit, Michigan. He's a nature, landscape, and portrait photographer, um, but he's also an award-winning cinematographer, and he has worked with NFL Films for, I would like to say, 10 seasons now, Chad. Is that correct? That is correct. Yep. Awesome. And so I'm going to turn it over to him and let him introduce himself, and we're going to get into this. I mean, that that was a pretty good introduction. Um, <laughs> Chad Schwarzenberger, I've been a cinematographer, photographer for about, going on about 20 years. Started up at Michigan State uh, my junior year while kind of getting into sports photography and, and videography with uh, Spartan Vision up at Michigan State. Nice. And yeah, we it just, you know, the grind continues ever since I picked up the camera and here we are 20 years later, 25 Michigan Emmys, one national sports Emmy through NFL films. So it's, it's been a good journey, um, but it's, it's, it's not over yet. So yeah. now when you picked up a camera at junior year, was that the first time you had ever picked up a camera or when you were a kid, was there a camera present in your life? So that's, it's actually funny that you asked that question because that is a question I get asked a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I never really had a camera growing up. Seriously? I actually wanted to be on camera. Used to, this is going to really be dorky. I used to watch the weather channel growing up. Okay. Now I'm 40 years old. Okay. So this is like, you know, early 90s, mid 90s. And the Weather Channel was really popping off then. Nice. And for some reason, I just like I loved weather, not not necessarily wanted to be a weather weatherman. But um, I, I always because I'm very outgoing. Yeah. Uh, I, I like speaking with people. And I always thought I wanted to do that. Yeah. When I went to Michigan State. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So those first two years, I just did my, my, you know, my prereqs and stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, I love sports. It's one of my biggest passions. Yeah. And that's where I saw Michigan state had Spartan vision. So love it. unlike other schools, unfortunately, Michigan state doesn't have a, like a film department. Yep. Otherwise I probably would have gone into that. So I was, when it was coming into my junior year, uh, I, I declared for telecommunications, okay. which is about as close as I could get to something like that. And um, I, I, I ended up going, I, 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 it was a Michigan State basketball game. I, I got in, I had gotten in with Michigan State Spartan Vision. Okay. And at that time, we actually weren't, it's changed now, but we weren't able to film uh, too much so we were doing more like instant replays and yeah. and stuff behind the scenes yep well at a game i tracked down the sports director at channel six wlns on the concourse and i basically begged him in person to give me an internship and before you know it i i was an intern at channel six in lansing with their sports department and for a semester i i that's where i started shooting very cool. Um, and I don't know if you 
let me let me reverse that. So that's where I found out that I was not comfortable with being necessarily on camera. Um, I just I just did. It's it's superficial, but I actually just didn't like how I looked. Um, I could talk all day. It just didn't feel right. And then I was talking to some of the reporters and and a lot of those people are like, oh, I had to go to Alpena to start off or Fargo, North Dakota. Wow. And I'm like, people, I am not doing that, not doing that. And then I thought, so, wait a minute, I'm pretty good at this camera thing yeah. and I can go, I can, I can use this skill and, and immediately make some money. Yep. Uh, and that's kind of like the, the, the cut and dry, you know, black and white reason I did that. But I will say that, and I know I'm rambling a little bit. But I, I don't know if you know who Lisa Byington is. Yeah, yeah. Lisa Byington was is kind of my mentor because she was the one of the reporters at Channel Six with me. So wow. we kind of kind of came up together and learned together, and uh, she taught me a lot. And, and her her success is you know goes without saying. So it was yeah. it was a crazy journey, like quick journey there. But yeah. to go all the way back to your first point, I I wanted to be on. I kind of wanted to do weather and I wanted to be on camera. Now, looking back with how easy, I shouldn't say easy, with how you can just be wrong all the time with weather, maybe I should have been a weatherman and maybe it's not too late, but that's kind of like the 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 quick synopsis of of, of my I think, film life. I think you still have a chance, Chad. I think you can still do it. I think there's still opportunity there for you to go be a weatherman. <laughs> somewhere in Michigan. I think there is an opportunity there for you to go do that. I I wanted to come up with something funny to say, but (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like, you know, when you, when you dip your fingers in too many things, you know, you, you, you don't become a, you're kind of average at everything. So I think I'm, I'm basically done with that career. Yep. Yep. You're great where you are. Um, while before we jump into sports and you're basically where a majority of your whole career has been, you have a beautiful portfolio of nature and landscape that I can't get over the the video that you just post on your Instagram of the um, beautiful Aurora Borealis in Michigan. Is it an escape to go and do nature and landscape outside of sports? Like, is, is it just a completely different world for you to hop into? Yes. Yeah. And I would say it's kind of a, a relaxation kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I love, and I've always loved nature, earth yeah. and what we have in front of us and, Absolutely. and, and, and taking photos and what I do cinematography wise, they kind of go hand in hand. And I, and I tell young people all the time that are getting into cinematography, I'm like, pick up a camera. Yep. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Yep. Just pick up a camera and, and tell a frame, tell a story with one frame. Yep. And that's, again, that's what I really love about capturing yeah. nature is seeing something and and being able to tell a story through that one frame. And what's really interesting about photography and I found is it's, it's literally a window to that, the whoever's looking at it, it's a window into their mind, right? Like, so I could post a photo or I could print a photo and they could look at it and you and I could be standing next to each other and have a completely different 
feeling yep. idea of what that means to them. And it's, it's very much like a, like, like how painting is right. Like, a, yep. like looking at a painting yep. and, you know, people are like, well, you're just, you're just snapping a photo and yes yeah. and no, a lot of it's telling a story, but no, I've always loved nature growing up. You know, my dad was a, a hunter. Um, yeah. But, but in terms of like, you know, uh, you know, respecting nature yeah. and, and, you know, we used to camp, we love camping now. Um, it's definitely grown like the hiking and all that stuff definitely yeah. grown on me now uh, a lot more, but that's kind of where that came from. Very cool. Now working with NFL, you're going into your 10th season. Can we take it back to just the story of how you came to be with the NFL 10 seasons ago? Yeah, so it it all started at Fox Sports Detroit. Okay. Where I was working. Um, and I started that in college, like 03, 04 is when I started freelancing for them and Channel 6. But it was about 2009, 2010, when I was, I had shot a feature with a reporter named Justin White. He's no okay. longer in television, but he's okay. he's very successful in what he does right now won a lot of Emmys with him. Very cool. We were sitting there editing and he's like, Oh, my, my friend, uh, you know, you shooting for NFL films. I'm like, what, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, uh, Andy Pollard and Andy Pollard is a, a, a local filmmaker out of Kansas city. Yep. And I'm like, Hey, can you give me his contact information? He's like, of course. Cause that's, you know, that we try to all help each other out. Yep literally within minutes i'm 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 messaging him i can't I, it wouldn't have been facebook then it would probably just have been a text message yeah or an email and and you know to andy's credit because it's highly competitive right oh, oh, andy's yeah. credit he he responded he answered my questions yeah. he, he gave me the head of cinematography at nfl films at the time he gave me his contact information nice and then from there, like I had, you know, since 03, all the way up to 10, like I was shooting, you know, high school football, Michigan yep. State, Michigan. I was even shooting Lions, but not for NFL at that point. Yeah. So I had a lot of tape. So from there, uh, and this is actually a really funny story. And I just texted him. His, his name's Hank. And Hank is a legend. Uh, I think he was he might've been there since he was like 15 years old. I'm not kidding. Wow. Like, he just retired, Wow! but he's literally one of the living legends at NFL films. And there's a few of them, but I actually just texted him and said, Hey, uh, I think it was earlier in the year after uh, I posted that 10 year and like coming into yeah. my 10 year, 10th year. And I said, Hey, thanks for taking a, you know, taking a chance on me because he didn't like, he didn't know who I was. So anyways, I, I emailed him. And I, this is what's so funny is I emailed him once and I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, I'm feeling good. Right. Didn't hear anything. Didn't hear anything. It was, I let it sit for about a month. So I emailed him back. Didn't hear anything. I let it set for another month. I emailed him again. Another month went by and I'm like, well, what's going on? Is he not getting my emails? I'm like, okay. So then I emailed them once for every two weeks for like yeah. two months, never heard a word. So this, so like six months have gone by. Right. And I'm like, I, okay, this is, so I emailed him 
every day for an entire week. And it was literally, it was literally a copy and paste. I'm like, I'm getting through to this guy. And then the funny thing was, is he emailed me back halfway through that week. Like I had never emailed him. Like I had never emailed him. Oh, so yeah, I don't know what really happened there. I never asked him about that, but it was basically, Hey, thanks for your interest. Yeah. And send me your tape. Yeah. And back then it was like, I had to get a tape and I had to, I had to make sure I had to, I had a non-linear edit it like a little, like a highlight video of my Michigan state, Michigan NFL stuff. And I, and yeah. some high school stuff and I sent it out there. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm cloudy on a little bit of the timeline after that, yeah. but not too long after that, he emailed me back saying, Hey, I got your stuff. Really like what you do. Yeah. You have a lot of potential. I'd love to fly. I'd love for you to fly out to New Jersey to nice. train for a couple of days. So in the, so right away, right. I'm like, Oh, Oh my gosh, this is exciting. Then I'm like, Oh shoot. I don't know if I can cuss on this. Oh shoot. I have to fly myself. And again, like this is back in like 2010. Right. And I was still like, so I'm like, Oh my gosh, like how much is this going to cost? So yeah. long story short, I fly myself out. Yeah. I set it up. I go in there. They teach me that they had, it was film cameras at the time. Nice. And at that point I had never touched film ever. Right. So it was, it was awesome. It was cool. The next day I woke up, I went in and it was basically a refresher here. You know, I ran, went outside. I, I filmed a little bit yeah. around uh, NFL films. And then I came in, he's like, okay, see those computers over there. I'm like, yep. He goes, go sit down for the rest of the day. And this is like two hours into my day and just watch. And I had everything NFL films has ever shot at my fingertips. So I just sat there and I was able to just watch. And I obviously I've seen it before, but it was right. kind of cool to be, to go through and, and see yeah. all this stuff. So I left there and I felt good. He liked me. I obviously I'm like head over heels over that. <laughs> so then 2011 came and I got a, I got a chance to, to have a tryout. That's what they do is a tryout. So they, they send me a film camera yep. and I go to a preseason game. Well, again, I had never shot film and only yeah. the only thing I knew how to do, like how to do it was from that training that I did for that one day. Yeah. So they bring you the camera, but then they send you the film with the film tent and all that stuff. And I was so ungodly. I was so scared, so scared because I'm like, look, I can shoot a game. That's not a problem, but it's yeah. like, in the in the in the time of me put i don't know if you've ever done film but like it's a tent where you put your you gotta put your hands in it's all blind and yeah. i'm like what happens if i shoot a great game but then somehow i mess it up so shoot the game send the film and i'm like i i have no idea if it if it's gonna work well come to find out i got the five i got a sent i got the dvd sent to me of what i shot yeah. i watched it everything looked great he said, Hey, I like, I love it. Um, you did a really good job. I'm going to try to find a spot for you this year. Awesome. Okay. 2011 went through and I never shot for him. Okay. 2012 came. I emailed him. Hey, what's going on? Hey, I want to get you another 
tryout. Uh, I, I, you know, really want to get you in. Okay. Do it another, did another tryout. Yep. Did well. Everything went fine. No games that year. 2013. I get a call. I was at dinner with my family. Yep. And so as soon as it rang, it said NFL films. And I looked at everybody and I'm like, I'll be right back. And I stepped outside and it was Hank. And he's like, Cowboys, Lions, I need you. I said, okay. He said, all right, more information later. And he hung up. And I literally just screamed at the top of my lungs. I was so excited. Nice. Came in, might have had a drink after that point because I was so excited. So yeah, that's, I mean, then I went and, and, and then the great, the great, and I'll cap it off was I, I went to the game and it was a bigger game. So there were, Hank was actually at the game. Wow. And I looked at him and I said, okay, hey, anything you want me to do specifically? He's, he looked at me like I, like I was an idiot. He's like, just shoot the game. And I'm like, oh. And then from there, that was it. And I, I was just steam, like full steam ahead. I was shooting, I was shooting Thursday night game. I did a Sunday night game, then a Monday night game. And, it, and the, the joke, my dad, <laughs> that year, my dad was like, he's like, wow, they, they're sending you again on a Thursday night game. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, I guess maybe I'm doing a really good job. He's like, or they found a schmuck that they could just travel across the country. And I'm like, I'll be any schmuck that they want me to be if I'm filming. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was, a, it was kind of a crazy ride and, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't, a lot of things happen like that. And I think you yeah. could probably relate, right? Like, yeah you know, sometimes there's only so much you can do, but persistence and, and a oh, little yeah. luck. Uh, and you know, up to this point, it's, it's gone pretty well. So yeah. It's how do you know the shit out of somebody just the right amount of time for them to give you a response or be persistent enough without annoying them so much that they completely write you off. I think, and I th honestly, I think it was just like, he probably was like, he probably gets a lot of requests and he probably is just like, okay at this point i gotta i gotta see what this guy can do because, i gotta i gotta answer this guy yeah, finally <laughs> yeah. so, and there were there, there was a lot of and and everybody that works has worked with films yeah. um that that when hank was there everybody has at least one hank story i have many but yeah. that was my first hank story and uh very cool yeah it was it was great i i I thank him. I'm I'm thankful for the chance every day yeah. to to be able to show what I can do. Very cool. Now with NFL films, you've gotten to do HBO Hard Knocks with the Cleveland Browns, and with that, you did win an award, a national award for that Hard Knocks. You recently just got to do Hard Knocks with Detroit Lions. Being a kid from Detroit and Michigan, what does it feel like to be on that project with the Detroit Lions? dream come true i mean i know it sounds cliche but i mean no. i mean when you are when your home team is being highlighted like that and you are able to help tell that story yeah i mean it was pretty it was pretty incredible um and and the the being part of the hard knocks crew yeah with shannon at the helm yeah it's just like it's so smooth Nice. It's so it's so awesome to work with with those yeah. people, um, and and a lot of it is just like, you know, this is what we need, and do what you do, 
and yeah. you know and i can't i can't shout out shannon enough uh for her guidance and her directing and her leadership um makes our jobs a lot easier but no it was a dream it was a dream come true and and i'll be honest with you too the team was incredible to work yeah. with they they wanted us there um and i mean cleveland not that cleveland wasn't didn't like like yeah. not like we didn't have that feeling there too but right. um you definitely could tell that the lions wanted the exposure and uh yeah it was it was awesome it was yeah. Uh, and and uh, and so awesome where there were many times where I we'd get there because you have to get there early. Yeah, oh yeah. Or practice where I would just go out and I would just look at the field like, and and my dad passed away in in May and uh you know just having having those going out there like reflecting and having yeah. conversations with him over the field like yeah like could you imagine growing up that here I am doing this. Uh, really, really incredible moments. So that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I have to say coach, uh, coach Dan Campbell, he is, he's massive. And I, I say it all the time when I watch it, I'm like, he is so big. He scares me sometimes that I would be truly petrified if I ever came up in front of him. In front of him. <laughs> well, look, I'm five, nine, I'm not okay. very big. So okay. those, a lot of those players dwarf me and there's a lot of moments where you're like, you're, you're, maybe you're not looking and you look up and there's a guy right coming at you. You're like, yeah. Oh, that guy could literally eat me for breakfast. Uh, but no coach Campbell is, he, he's a big dude. He's got a big personality, yeah. but he's a good guy. Yeah. He's he, he just, everything that um, I've seen of him, he's got a really big heart as well. And I think um, I, I think it's exactly what the lions see i'm gonna get in talking about sports i think it's exactly what the lions needed um to kind of get back in to be a competitive team again um and he's just a great guy i've heard nothing but great things about him as well so well when when you are in where the lions were at you need a complete restructure yeah. of everything and yeah. between coach campbell uh the new gm yeah and the coaching staff that he's brought in that's and I, I tell Lions fans this is be optimistic at where they're headed. Not necessarily that they're gonna do anything crazy this year, but look at where it's trending and that's what should get you excited. I might have like done a really big jump in the air too when I was watching the last episode of Hard Knocks and Eminem came on the screen. <laughs> I massive Eminem family is my favorite of all time. And I, it just, it surprised me a little and I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. <laughs> yeah. We were pretty excited when he was, when he was coming yeah. and I, I got to film him a little bit on the field. I didn't do some of the stuff in like when he did the, the, the tour, yeah. but uh, it was definitely, I know the players thought it was cool. And yeah. I mean, and, and him like talking again, talking about me, yeah. I mean, he, He's not tall. And I, well, what I'm talking about in terms of like how excited I was. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, so up to this point, he hasn't really been too involved with them. Right. Um, but he sees the change. He sees oh, yeah. the, yeah. the, the new regime coming in and he's yeah. like, Hey, like, I want to be, you know, I, I want to show them my support. So it was kind of cool to see a guy, you know, at that level, you know, set aside the time to come in and, 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 and show his support. So absolutely. Absolutely. I feel he's got a, such a passion for 
everything Detroit and everything Michigan. And so um, he's such a champion of the city. And I, I think that sometimes gets overlooked in everything that he does. Now, while we do see you with a very large camera chasing players and on the sidelines of the fields, with like for you, the difference in carrying that big camera around compared to doing other things with your Sony, there's a, obviously a learning curve there. How did you kind of get that learning curve down? Uh, I mean, I've always liked technology. Okay. So and always are up on the latest and greatest. So, um, my, one of now, I mean, it's one of the many things that I bring to the table, but I, like, I can, I like to think that I could shoot on any camera and, and kind of figure anything out, uh, when it comes to camera equipment, but we did get flown out to NFL films when they started filming on the uh, area mirror cameras, okay. uh, mirror cameras. And, yeah. you know, they went through all of that with us in terms of you know how that all works right. and whatnot. But I've always been pretty good with dealing with technology and being able to figure out, you know, how that all works yeah. um, in terms of the difference. I mean, obviously, I mean, depending on what lens I has, it could be about 30 pounds on my shoulder. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I am over the past couple of years, I started working out again, doing yeah. like, uh, high intensity hit classes, right? That's helped. That's gone a long way with just keeping up my stamina. Cause a lot of, you get a lot of adrenaline when, when you're shooting. Um, but it's more about the, the, uh, you know, so for example, if I'm the stamina, so if I'm, if I sprint down, yeah, I can sprint down to the other end of the field (laughs) still, but it's like, how bad am I breathing once I get down there right. to, to where the shot is usable? You know what I'm saying? So right. I, I started working out again, eating better yeah. uh, because it is a very physical job. And, and it, depending on what you do, like if you do sync sound camera, you're on both sides of the field, you're flipping the field and it, it is a, it is a lot. It is physical. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's much different than running around with a little, mirrorless uh yeah still camera camera. (laughs) yeah for you the editing and doing the capturing of the video go hand in hand or do you like the editing process do you or you would you much rather just say i'm gonna do the videoing and i'm gonna hand that off to somebody else so when i first started i had to edit yeah and and it's it's a very good thing for people that are starting to edit their own footage and you can tell the people that didn't edit and that have edited. You can tell the difference. Yep. As I, at this point, I don't do too much editing anymore. I will get a side project because I am freelance. I will get a side project that I'll be asked to, you know, you know, make it. If I, hey, I'll come back, make a little extra money, and I'll edit it for you, right? And yeah. I, I much preferred not to edit anymore, just because. Um, it's, it's just another thing, you know, like it's just being able to not, not that I don't like it necessarily, but there's people that do it a lot better than me that can commit more time. So now I love editing photos. I could do that all day, but, um, I edited a lot of features through Fox sports Detroit and, uh, you know, throughout the years. And I, at this point, editing is very important when you're shooting. But at this point in my career, I'm more comfortable with just, Hey, let me DP it. Let me, let me lead the shoot. 
and then we'll we'll send it off to somebody that can do all the graphics and all that stuff. I'm uh I'm still in the phase where when I do edit videos or episodes, I still very much, I have a difficulty handing it off to people. I'm not at that stage yet because for some reason, like I can get into a groove where I can edit a video very quickly, but there's something about editing your own work for me. That's like, it's that passion. And then it's that also like, yes, you knew you did this. You kind of, this is my work. You're really passionate about um that's what i created and i'm i love it kind of and i and i agree with you and i think it just depends on that feeling for me depends on the project yeah and and with that said i could also tell you that there's nothing more frustrating than being a high level in what you do and bringing bringing all that to the table and then seeing the finished project and being like wait what like what what (laughs) and that's where in in terms of like how it was put together so like hard knocks hard knocks like that stuff blows me away though like top of the top of the line just like we are as shooters they know what what they're doing locally locally here in detroit there are a couple editors that you know my footage gets to that i trust yep but again that's all about yeah. You know, being surrounding yourself with a team of people that you can trust to Absolutely. do that. And I've had, you know, over the years past, I have had conversation with some editors and be like, Hey, are you watching all this footage? Because you took this shot, but I know a hundred percent I had this shot. And he's like, well, I just didn't have a lot of time. And I'm like, yeah. So I, I feel what you're saying. And, and, and I do understand the pride and, I've, yeah. you know, through the 25 Emmys that I won, yeah. I would say at least half of those were, I shot and edited them. Nice. Uh, and a hundred percent, there's that, that pride that comes with it. I, th- I think to the point you just made, I got to find somebody that I like really trust and really enjoy. Um, I guess I easiest ways their editing skills and techniques that I feel like would be a good fit. I had like, I haven't had that experience yet, but I'm still on the lookout. But I, th- I think that trust is kind of where I'll finally be able to be like, yep, you can do some of the, you can edit <laughs> and yeah. I and, and, and tackle some of that. Some of the <laughs> and other I, I need to. And I, and I equate it to like the relationship between a producer and a, a, a cinematographer yeah. where this like, so I want the producer so say I'm the editor, right? Yeah. I want the producer or shooter to tell me, hey, this is my vision. Yeah. You know, and then as a filmmaker, I say, oh, give me your vision and I will, I will give you what you, what you want. Right. Within, and then I'll put my creative look on it. So that's the same yeah. thing with, a, with an editor. As yeah. a shooter, you're <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to provide you with all this stuff. Right. And, and then the editor is like, well, what, what do you, what do you, what's the feel? And then, they put it together with their little spin. So it's a lot of, you're right. A lot of it is trusting them and also just being able to let go some of that responsibility. So it'll, it'll come with the more, with more people that you work with. Yes. Yes. Now 25 Michigan Emmy awards with your work with uh, good problem productions, Fox sports, Detroit, Valley sports, Detroit and Detroit public television. 25. 
is an incredible number of Emmys to have won. What is like, those are an abundance of projects. Have there been multiple projects that you've won several Emmys on? Uh, most of them are for single ones. I, I there's okay. not many that had been won for multiple. Okay. Um, I, I was going to note that we talk about my sports stuff, but yeah. I do, I do really, really enjoy the human interest stuff. Nice. Um, a lot. And unfortunately after the pandemic, it, there hasn't been as much yeah. with PBS, um, yeah. even though that's going to start picking up here in the next couple of weeks, but nice. I've done a lot of projects through PBS, um, with, you know, learning, uh, yeah. teachers, PSAs on safety and, and a lot of cool documentaries too. So I really, really enjoy those just, just as much as the sports. I mean, you don't yeah. get that, that adrenaline rush necessarily, but I, it kind of balances me out. Um, I would say, um, out of the 25, I'm trying to think if there's one or two, there's been a, there's been a couple really impactful ones that I've done on the community. Um, unfortunately some of them are tragedy based, but, but you tell a story of hope. You tell a story of honoring those people. And, and a lot of those really have a a nice, you know, uh, a a good place in my heart. Um, I did do a few documentaries, uh, on Mackinac Island with, with DPTV that won. And those are really cool as well, because Mackinac, I, we love Mackinac Island and, and what, and what comes with it. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot, and and I will be truthful with you that um, Bally Sports now, which it was Fox Sports, Fox Sports, they do a really good job of supporting their their storytellers and right. giving them that outlet of being able to do those stories and to be able to put up for Emmys like that. Yep. Um, so I'm I'm a little obviously you have to be good at what you do to be able to win. Right. But I am lucky that I've been I, i've gotten into the situation with the people yeah. that want to show off your work so cool. one of my last questions for you is just where do you find creativity in the work that you get to create Ooh, that is a tough question <laughs> that is a really really good question <laughs> i'm here to stump you on a wednesday chad i'm actually having a hard time answering that question because I don't think it is as black and white. Yeah. What I can tell you is my father set a great example for me with hard work Yeah. and, and being a good person in terms of as a man, yeah. as a father, as a friend, as a coworker, yeah. and as a professional. So I would tell you that I get a lot of inspiration from what he in, you know, kind of ingrained in me yep. when it comes to filming or photography. Yeah. I tell people all the time that obviously the shoots always don't compare it to each other, right? Like a right. PSA on traffic 
not that I would do that, but you right. and the Super Bowl, right? They're two completely right. different things. Yep. But what I would tell you is the prep work may be a little different, but you take them seriously. But once when my eye gets on that viewfinder, yep, everything is the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. Like I and it's kind of how you have to have a mindset as a freelancer. Yeah. So I think, so with that, so now I'm, now I'm like figuring it out as I go. So again, <laughs> how my dad set the precedent yeah. for me. And then that freelancing mindset of, I have to be on my A game every time I film because I want them to want me back. I want that producer to trust me. So that motivates me. And then obviously the individual stories, right? Like right. I've done, uh, for example, I don't, I'm sure you know about the Oxford, what happened in Oxford, Michigan. Yep. So yep. we just, with Bally's, I went up there and we spoke with the family of the young man that lost his life, the football yep. player. Yeah. And I don't need a lot of motivation there, right? Like yep. I, I'm, I'm trying to honor that young man through my lens. Right. Um, not as serious going to a Lions game, right? I have a responsibility working for NFL films with everybody else that came before me yeah. when I put that vest on to capture and archive that for the NFL. Yeah. And, and someone might say, well, well, the lions versus the jets one game. Well, that's not a very big game. I'm like, yeah, but those games can be the best games. Right. right? Two, two yeah. mediocre teams can actually have the best game of the year or what happens if one of the greatest plays in NFL history happens in that game? Yeah. So I, I think, so between my dad, between, um, you know, everything like the, how that individual shoot can change your emotions. Cause I'm a very emotional person. So maybe yeah. that too, I'm riding my emotions and I'm letting it go. And, and, and it's, it's something that changes every shoot, but the idea of every shoot is the biggest shoot yeah. when, I'm, when I'm doing it is kind of how I pride myself. So I love, did I just answer the question? I have no idea if yeah, I just answered no, the question. Did, no, and that was beautiful. No, because okay. I am, I, I am an emotional person as well. So when I sit down and I am stunned by a video that, I mean, hard knocks and things like that you're hearing people's stories and i think when you are watching these pieces of content these documentaries things like that that are being shot or photos you get emotional it, it you know it's not the same emotion every time you're watching these things but you do get you go through these waves of emotions that i think is so incredibly impactful and i think is taken for granted for because people just think like oh you're you're shooting a video you're taking a picture it is not that at all because at the same time while you're shooting and taking that picture you're feeling the emotions as well in your own separate way and i think that there's a lot of creativity that comes from that. And I can personally speak for myself when I feel that I'm like, I want to go, it fuels me to go create something as well. 
And I think that's the beautiful part of all of this work. Yeah, it's like it's almost like a high, right? Yeah, it's, it's almost like a, a high that you get when when you do it. So I, I completely agree with everything you just said. Yeah, yeah. Where do you uh, what are you looking forward to for this year? What's uh, what's coming up? Anything you want to shout out? Anything um, that you're really looking forward to that's on the calendar? Well, obviously, any NFL game that I get, yeah. I'm always looking forward to. Uh, obviously, the, the you know, later in the season, the bigger the games. I will say in terms of NFL, I'm really looking forward to the Bills Lions on Thanksgiving because the Bills are a really, really good team and fun to, to film. I'm yeah. actually about to start a, a shoot next week at the end of this month in September um, right. with the, the uh, kind of a hard knocks type show with the Michigan women's basketball team Very cool. kind of telling their story, which I'm, I'm really excited about. So yeah, just, uh, I mean, just kind of, I'm trying to, it's, it's funny because even at, you know, 20 years, I'm still trying to grow. I'm still trying to, you know, find different avenues for my creativity. Um, I I'm, I'm pouring in my, my love into my coffee. Like I love coffee. I didn't even tell you this. I'm starting to roast my own coffee on the side. I saw that on your LinkedIn. Yeah. So I like, I I'm, I don't know if it's because I'm 40 now and I'm like, you know, that midlife crisis, but um, yeah, I, there's a lot going on. I I have two awesome kids, a great wife. My, my daughter's, you know, high into soccer right now, sophomore in, in high school, my son's in middle school. Nice. I got five dogs at home. Yeah. So like I got a lot going on in my life, yeah. uh, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. Absolutely. So it's the beautiful, that's the beautiful part about life right there. I, I have, uh, I have two dogs myself. I have a Siberian Husky and then a, a lab puppy who I say are my one and three-year-old sons because yep. they keep bouncing into meetings and things like that fighting and i'm like sorry guys it's it's my kids it's- well i just had to mute my mic because i have a basset hound and she was in the hallway looking at me whining <laughs> and i had to be like hey just just hold on a second miss needy pants so someone that's had a lab and has a lab now that is four years old yeah i've gone through two lab puppy phases and have fun yeah <laughs> Have fun, but don't watch Marley and me ever. I I did when I was younger and I will. It's one of those movies you watch once and you're done. You don't, don't ever watch, watch it again. No, yeah, you don't no. ever watch it again. No. I, I really am terrified to watch any dog. <laughs> if I'm being real with you, I, I can't, I can't see this is another, see you, you're going to have to call me back. We're going to have to do this again. So we can just talk about our dogs. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I will do it for days. I've had dogs my entire life. And so I am. If I could, I'd adopt all the dogs out of shelters and <laughs> live on a big piece of land and have them live and be happy and uh, not have to worry about anything. So love it. Yeah. You guys, all of Chad's socials are going to be linked down below. So you can go follow him, check out his website and all of his cool stuff that he shoots. And uh, I'm, I'm so incredibly grateful, Chad, that I got to talk to you today um, and just poke around in your journey and your story. Well, and I feel like I'm just in, I'm just getting a peek into your the beginning of your story. So good luck with you, and and you. keep going, and keep grinding, and just keep that hard work mindset in, and you'll do big things. I appreciate it, Chad. I really, yep. really do. Um, and as always, guys, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all. <laughs>